apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Fake the handoff to Brita. Jones, swing pass, catch made, Cager's got the angle, touchdown, Giants. Forced to throw, coming back for it, breaking a tackle, Slayton, catch and run, down the sideline, Slayton, twirling, touchdown. Give it, Barkley slams it in there for the touchdown. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to John About the G-Men Giants Football Podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by Joe Guire, King Zay, and Sean Scanlon. We got another, I mean, going into the bye was rough, having to sulk on that Seahawks loss for two weeks. It was a good loss. Giants back in the win column. Uh, dominant performance, uh, I'd say for the most part, besides letting them back in it at the end. But uh, Saquon Barkley leading the league now in rushing. Monster. Uh, Joe, what would you think of the game? I thought this is how the Giants are going to win every game for the rest of the season is by feeding the ball. I, I said at the beginning of the year that this dude needs 30 to 35 touches between handoffs and catches. Uh, I like that a lot. Daniel Jones, again, played outstanding football. It had a perfect quarterback rating, 13 for 17. You know, look, this team, I think people get confused because these aren't blowout wins or because the Giants aren't, aren't playing perfect. But again, look around the league and tell me who is. How many more games does Buffalo get to lose before they drop out of the top five? Like, who are we kidding here? You know, I keep hearing about how Green Bay is going to turn it around. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Did Sterling Sharp get his neck fixed? Is he going to pop in with uh, with Jordy Nelson? Like, look, we're halfway through the season. We're past a halfway point. You are what your record says you are, as a coach once famously said many years ago. This Giants team is very efficient. They keep all these games close, and they find ways to win. 
that normally would be highly regarded in the NFL. But in this this new nonsensical social media age that we live in, where ESPN analysts live in 2021 while talking about 2022, it's beyond foolish at this point. They're making fools of themselves week in and week out, just waiting for the Giants to collapse under a coach who absolutely will not let that happen. And, and again, with a defense that is playing outstanding football. By the way, I was reading earlier today, Aaron Rodgers on Pat Mac- McAfee's uh, podcast was talking about Dexter Lawrence being amongst the top two defensive tackles in the entire league. Again, a guy who I saw big things from last year. I predicted a big season out of him. He's been outstanding. This, I mean, I got to tell you too, man, the Giants secondary – no Xavier McKinney, no problem. These guys and and Wig Martindale and and the trust he puts in this defense to go out there and make big plays. They make the big stops when they have to. It's the reason why the Giants are seven and two, and Green Bay is four and five. Dang, really hating on Green Bay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, rightfully so. But uh, Zay, I mean, how you feeling? The Giants are winning. That's only good. I mean, with, your Knicks aren't winning with that uh, sweater on there. <laughs> they, they, so, they actually all win. They actually that was unnecessary. Completely the, unnecessary. No, he's got the Giants and the Jets. You got to bring him down a peg, you know? Completely unnecessary. Yeah, You know what? Look, you, you, you can hate on me there, but I'll tell you one thing about this team. I'm excited. Like, you look around this team and you look at guys like Fabian Monroe, Lawrence Cager, Guys, I've never even heard of before. Isaiah Hodgins. I mean, I've heard of him, but he wasn't really that much of a big deal up there in Buffalo. Micah McFadden, the first start this week. You have all these guys. The Giants have, I believe, eight people they drafted between this year and last year starting for them. Like, and they're playing well. I think I'm starting to feel bad for what we did to Gettleman. I'm literally excited for the players that he bought and left us with because these players are now stepping up. They're put in positions where they can win. They look good, and they're playing good. I, I honestly, again, if I told you Lance Cager was going to score a touchdown in this game, you laugh. You don't even know who he is. Who is he? I don't even know what college he went to, where he played from before. I don't know if he was picked up off the practice squad, but they continue to pull these guys off the street, plug them in at linemen, plug them in at linebacker, put them in these weird formations where you got 20 linemen out there now blocking and no receivers. I've never seen these, like, I'm so excited for this Giants offense. Like, Joe continually talks about how the Giants offense forever has looked stagnant and looked old. And then I look on there, and then they got two extra tackles playing tight end at the end of the line. They got another guard playing fullback. I'm like, what the hell is this? They are mixing it up. They're making it look well. Obviously, we mentioned Daniel Jones has no weapons. He's still finding a way to get it done. And, again, Daniel Jones, what – I can't say much more about him. The guy, even when he, you know, throws bad passes, he looks good. He looked, the, the passes he threw to Galladay were right on the money. I, you couldn't ask for better passes. And the, again, the Giants are just playing football the way you want to see them. I hope they can get an Odell Beckham to come in and send this team to the moon. But I'm, it's, it's coming. I'm out of words. Literally, I every week this team continues to find ways to win. And, and, and do it in all types of ways. I've lost words to describe this team. And people continue to hate. I, I don't know what it is at this point. 
but excitement it yeah. is, Joel. I mean, excuse me, uh, Jace. Yeah, it's very fun. But uh, Sean, Thank you. how are you feeling with the Giants? I uh, feel really good. I mean, the Texans didn't go away in this game, but uh, like Joe said, the defense just makes plays when it counts. Um, Dane Bellin with that huge interception in the end zone. Uh, they got a fumble recovery in the red zone. So they make plays when it matters most. They get stops on third downs. Um, even if they let a team into the red zone, they usually uh, only end up letting a field goal because this team makes stops when it matters. And like Zay was saying about the offense, uh, they just find new ways every week to win. Uh, this week it's given Saquon 35 carries and putting in an offense that contains, you know, eight offensive linemen. So it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, the things that Brian Dable is doing with this uh, team is definitely a lot of fun to watch. You have players, like Zay was saying, from all over, um, I mean, practice squad elevations, late round picks, guys who have kind of been, you know, jumping around the league and they all come in and make plays. So uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. And especially since we're still not getting any respect, even at seven and two, second best record in the league, um, I mean, we're a game out of being the top seed in the NFC, not just the NFC East, the NFC, the whole entire conference right now. And we're still ranked 13 in the power rankings by Dan Hansis, who is a freaking idiot for NFL Network. So I love it. I love that team or people keep disrespecting us in the media. Uh, I mean, this team just comes out and finds ways to win. Uh, it doesn't matter how they do it. They make big plays when it matters. Um, and especially, you know, with a bigger uh, or tougher schedule coming up, I think it will be some tougher games, um, but we take care of the Lions this week. I mean, tougher than what we said. I still believe in the Giants. I definitely think that um, they'll have a winning record, but uh, it's going to get a little bit tougher. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. This team's a lot of fun. Uh, it's like not like in years past where I dread going into every Sunday watching this team. Um, I'm actually excited. I can't wait for every Sunday to watch this team uh, just to see how they win ball games because. They keep doing it week in and week out, so I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. And like they said, uh, Odell is coming back. Yeah, He's coming that, back. He that is. Will be I, gotta, I want. I want it to happen. I want it. But by the end of November, he will be a giant. There are a lot of reports that that the Cowboys are in the running too. He wants to go to a winner. He wants to go to do that. But uh, to be I, up for it. No. I don't know. To Add on to a point you said, Sean, the Giants do have the fourth hardest strength of schedule for the remaining season, uh, especially with the Eagles being as good as they are. And uh, the Cowboys again on Thanksgiving. But uh, I think this is the one real, like, honestly, give me left with the Lions. Uh, but, I mean, it, it it's even – not even that. It's a tough one. The, this Lions offense – Sean and I were talking about it a little bit before the show. This Lions offense is pretty good. Defense is really bad. Uh, but, yeah, it, I think it's going to be another close tooth and nail fight. Uh, but I, I I, need the three. I need to see that the Giants get in the end zone three times. You win this football game just like last week. Get in there. Score some points. Uh, and, yeah, uh I expect the Giants to get it done, but I would not be surprised if the the Giants – this could be a look-ahead game for the Dallas Thanksgiving game. But, uh, no, I, I think the Giants – I think Dable's doing a good job. But, uh, Sean, how do you see this game playing out? Yeah, uh, I mean, like you said, we're definitely going to have to score some points. Um, but this Lions offense – I mean, excuse me, defense is terrible. Uh, I think that won't be a problem. Daniel Jones has been able to carve up defenses um, methodically going down the field. 
Uh, hopefully we get to see some more Wandale Robinson this week. Um, Kenny Galladay better not see the field at all in his revenge game. Because, I mean, those two drops are just inexcusable. Uh, we bring in Isaiah Hodgins, who we just picked up from the practice squad, and he makes plays uh, that Kenny Galladay can't. So I uh, expect this offense to look pretty good. I think Saquon will run for a whole bunch of yards, keep that uh, lead in the NFL rushing. And then for this defense, I mean, it is a tough offense. But like I said, they make plays when it matters most. Uh, Jared Goff isn't a world beater by any means. They do have some good weapons, but – uh, I'd really worry about this run game, but with guys like Dexter Lawrence and Leo up front, um, Dexter Lawrence has been playing at all pro level. Um, he was an absolute monster against the Texans. And I think that Leo is right up there too. He could be a pro bowl caliber player. So um, it really comes down to, can we, you know, hold the lines to under 28 points, 24 points, which I think is doable. Uh, and if we could do that, I definitely see us uh, winning this game. I don't think it will be a blowout by any means. I think it will be a tough matchup the Lions do play tough. Uh, they're kind of similar to us in that sense, but uh, I think the Giants still pull this one out, though. Yeah, I I, I love that you brought up uh, Leonard Williams. I Every time I see him out on the field uh, these past, this past game, like I was like, it, it's good to see that. Uh, I, I, I forgot he was even on this team, especially for how good that defense has been without him. Uh, yeah, him and Lawrence uh, – that's going to be fun to see uh, how they expand together. But, uh, J- Joe, do, do you see the Giants in trouble at all this game? No. Uh, listen, New England blew this team out. Dallas blew this team out. They were in a shootout with Miami. They scored 15 points against Green Bay, and then we're in a shootout with a pretty bad Chicago Bears club, uh, and they barely pulled it out. This team is terribly inconsistent. For as high scoring as their offense is, they're only averaging 24 points a game. I think the Giants will hold them to roughly 19. The Giants score their usual 20, 21. uh, They're averaging 20.8. So uh, to me, this game probably ends up about 23 to 20, somewhere in there. But I I don't see how the Giants would, would lose this football game. They're a much better team than, than the Detroit Lions are. I mean, Plain and simple, like th- this, this shouldn't even be. We shouldn't even have to question this. This is a. This is one of the. Like Sean just said, this might be the second best team in the NFC right now, and we we got to sit here and like contemplate whether or not the Giants are better than the Lions. What a joke! The Giants are infinitely better than the Detroit Lions. The coaching for the Giants is superior to what they have in Detroit. The, the Giants, is, is as much as they don't have any wide receivers, I still take the Giants. It's not even going to be close. I don't, I don't see how this – I don't see how this Lions team is going to be able to stop the, the Giants' running game. I think Daniel Jones is going to have a huge week here uh, with his feet. He definitely had last week kind of off in, in that regard. So, you know, like Zay was saying too, man, look, this the Giants' offense – has gotten innovative. It's gotten creative. They're doing different things. And that's all I've been looking for for the last couple of seasons. They're doing it, and it's turning into wins, right? Plain and simple. And so I I have no reason to think that the Giants are going to have any issue uh, at home in, in good weather against Detroit, an atrocious road team. Yeah, the Giants got this. All right, Zay, what do you think? 
I mean, I I guess they covered it up. I mean, there's not much more I could say to, you know, it's simple game plan for the Giants. You know, this is a team that's in the lower half of the league in rush defense, and the Giants are a team that's in the upper half of the league in rushing offense. So it's a simple game plan here. Run the ball and you should win. I think my biggest worry with this game is similar to what you said earlier. This is the last give me. I'm more worried about the game two weeks from now as opposed to I am this game because I think the game two weeks from now is a team that could possibly be making a run possibly for this division. I'm just saying. The team looks dangerous. But as far as the Lions, there's not much to say here. There's not much to see. Hopefully it's a blowout win for the Giants. It should be. Again, this team we know they can play with you. They did it with the Eagles week one where they had a, a really high shootout game that the Eagles barely won. So uh, uh, if the Giants stick to the game plan and, you know, coaching continues to coach, the Giants should win no problem. Like I said, I'm more worried about two weeks than I am this week. Okay. All right. But uh, I I don't know. Maybe that's just – maybe I'm not fully bought in on the Giants, though, because I I still have that. Or or that's just the PTSD from, from Joe Judge, I guess. Like I could, I would not be surprised if the Lions, if the Giants just laid an egg here and and, and lost a close one. But uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I mean, it's a different, different Giants team, Jace. I, I know. Can't, it, it's, 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 they literally can't afford to because they're going to be on a two-game losing streak after that. I'm being so serious. If people no, are watching. Yeah, it's going to flip. It's, it's a tough game. I, I I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, Washington. You also got a Minnesota team that's hot coming up here. You got the Eagles twice, and then Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. Like the Giants have a tough schedule here because so, they're playing uh, the end of the East. Ain't that funny? Yeah, yeah. The beast. Yeah, a lot of people calling it the NFC least the past couple of years. But uh, all yeah, right, good one. Ha. Yeah, it's the beast in the East. But uh, okay. I guess that's going to do it for Giants Talk. Let's take a quick break, hear a word from one of our sponsors, and then we'll talk a little bit. Joe alluded to the Bills earlier. We'll uh, talk about who is the king of the AFC. My name is Roseanne BC, and I'm a certified health coach uh, with the company called Optavia. I'm a coach because I love helping people transform their health and their lives. There's a couple different plans. Um, It's safe for a lot of different people and a lot of different ages um, and places in their lives. I have so many clients that have had such great success and there's a portion of the program that is you get your health coach, you get the products, but you also get a community of people who are there. So we do Zooms every Monday night um, nationwide and if people want to get more involved with other people on the same journey as them, then they can join in and have that kind of support. The website you can reach me at is sacredrosehealthandwellness.com. And um, you can email me from there or you can book um, a virtual coaching session there where we can get your health assessment started and get you moving in the right direction. All right. With the Bills now on a two-game skid here, who is the real king of the AFC? Who is the favorite to come out of that division as of right now? Joe, I know you are always pretty partial to the, the to the Titans. Do you think they can uh, 
I think the king of the AFC, and and they've proven it year after year, is the Kansas City Chiefs. That that's your number one team, and I and I, I do think that the Tennessee Titans are the second best team, and I will point out the Giants did beat that team. So, you know, I think as you're as you're looking at the AFC, I know there's again much like with Green Bay, you know, uh, uh, don't worry. Uh, the Bills are going to be all right. The Bills have the same problem they've had the last two years, and that's a lack of a real running game. It's been really problematic for them. It puts a lot of pressure on Josh Allen, who's now made it as his job to throw interceptions late in games. And just like Justin Herbert, a guy who I've been very critical of in his career, who always finds ways not to win football games. And so, with again, Daniel Jones sitting at seven and two and seeing all these other guys struggle, I, I get confused as to all, all these genius NFL experts who are breaking this all down. <laughs> Help me out here. I mean, are, are the Jets right now better than the Buffalo Bills? Yes, yes, they are. I think Miami right now is in a in a better position and playing better football than Buffalo. I know Buffalo was so good last year, and I know Buffalo had a lot of expectations coming into this season. Guess what? They're blowing it. They're blowing it like the Raiders. Pick another one of these lousy teams. The Bengals, very inconsistent this season. I keep hearing how they're going to turn it around because they got Joe Burrow. Oh, based on all the experience he has in the NFL. Again, ESPN is greatly failing people all across the country with their nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. All these ex-NFL players, I, I'm telling you, these guys can't get their heads out of their asses because you're 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 just not watching these games. I talked to a Cowboys fan a couple weeks ago, told me the Giants were terrible. I, and, and I said, did you see any other game but the Cowboys game? He said, I've seen every game this year. I said, you're either lying or you're a moron. If you haven't seen any change in the Giants or improved play from Daniel Jones and you're an NFL expert, Dan Orlovsky or whoever, you don't know what you're talking about. Plain and simple. A team that won four games last year, seven and two right now. You don't think the quarterback's plays improved? If you believe that, you are a moron and you shouldn't be talking about professional football. There you go. Uh, I, I had, that had to be said. It's it's no. I can't even. I can't even listen to the garbage anymore. It's tiring. It's tiring. It it really is. Green Bay. They're gonna turn it around. You'll see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I would love to see. We should start taking all these national experts, and they should be graded by their predictions from the beginning of the season to the end. Because I'll tell you what. You'd have reason to fire every single one of these clowns. Yeah, I think the. I mean, the big one going now around now is uh, Desmond Howard. His uh, college football playoff was like Pitt, and uh, he had a, a bunch of like random ones in there. That one's going around. ESPN hires idiots to say idiotic things, and and for some, and, and and they also crap all over fans and listeners. Which I don't know why people like, I don't know. They're like in an abusive relationship with the people at ESPN now. They're wrong about everything they say all the time. The experts, huh? Yeah. Give me a break. It's a joke. They don't hire 
they don't hire all the idiots. Herschel Walker isn't working for them. They don't hire all the idiots. Just some of them. Uh, Zay, who's your favorite to come out of the AFC? Who's the king? Um, a lot of people won't like this. I'm going to say Miami. Uh, here's the thing. And I'm going to say this. Miami puts up a lot of points when Tua's playing. When Tua's not there, that's a whole different team. But when he's playing and he's got those weapons between Hill and Waddle, that they just have a it becomes almost unguardable sometimes watching them. They put up 35, 30 points, 40 points. They're ridiculously scoring. If anyone, I, I'm sorry, I'm jumping around, but anyone I think can shoot, you know, have a shootout, keep up with anyone this year, with the Chiefs this year, it's Miami. It's not the Bills, like Joe said. The Bills are uh, the Bills are expectations. They're hype. They never lived up to them. And similar to other teams like the Eagles, I'm going to say, you know, record doesn't always say everything. I honestly think the Bills are playing worse than their record is actually saying. I don't. I. I. And I only say this because I have Gabe Davis on my fantasy team. And he absolutely sucks. And I think everybody on that team absolutely sucks right now because I'm losing because of them. But if I'm being but being real on a real note, I do believe that Miami is probably the team that will be able to score with the Chiefs if they were to meet in the playoffs and have some type of shootout. I don't think it will be the Bills again. No. I, I, like Joe said, Josh Allen's throwing interceptions in the fourth quarter. He's throwing them in overtime. It's just not. Yeah. It's not I- there. I, I feel like I, – I don't know. I feel like Josh Allen, especially after that last game, he's been kind of protected. Not a lot of people are going at, at, after Josh Allen after uh, the big mistakes, or maybe uh, I'm not hearing it. But, uh, Sean, who you got? Yeah. Um, I mean, the king of the AFC has been the Chiefs ever since Tom Brady left for Tampa Bay. Uh, it's been that way. They like to hype up teams, you know, other teams like the Bills this year. Um, I still think the Bills are good. I think they're still title contenders. Um, I mean, the Vikings are a very good team. But Josh Allen definitely has regressed in the last couple of weeks. Um, he's been turning the ball over at a very high rate. Um, so I think it is the Chiefs. Uh, people like to discount Patrick Mahomes, even though he's been, I mean, the best QB in the league ever since he stepped in. Uh, Tyreek Hill goes to Miami, and he's still producing at a very high level. So I think the Chiefs are the favorite, but I do agree with Zay. I mean, Miami is definitely right there. Their offense is super dynamic. Um, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Water are definitely the best receiving core in the NFL. Uh, Tui's been doing a really good job of getting the ball. And then their running game has been really good, too, ever since, you know, they got Jeff Wilson last week. Uh, him and Raheem Mostert have been, you know, doing very well. And then they bolstered that pass rush with Bradley Chubb. So now they got him, Jalen Phillips, rushing the passer. Uh, They have a really good secondary. So, I mean, this Dolphins team is legit. They can put up 35 anytime they want. uh, And their defense just got a lot better at the trade deadline. So I think Miami is definitely right there. Um, But I I would have to go with Kansas City. And I don't think the Bills – the Jets aren't better than the the Bills, Joe. That's just not true. Um, I understand what you're saying about the Bills. You think the Jets are better than the Bills? That's, Here's what I'll no say. Chance. Here's what I'll say. I will say the no Bills chance. have the better quarterback. They have the better quarterback. But when it comes down to team right now, I think the Jets are playing like a the better team. Uh, look, just the the Giants don't the Jets, have the, the Jets best, are solid. The Giants, the Giants are one of the best teams in the league, but they don't have the most talent on paper. They don't have the best talent on paper. So, and that's similar to Bills and Jets. The yeah. Bills and Jets, the Bills have talent. That's why they're good. The Jets don't have that much talent and they're good. That's two different teams we're talking about, bro. 
So I'm going to say that I think the Jets are better than the Bills right now because they just played and the Jets beat them. And the Bills will have a chance in a couple of weeks to take another crack at the Jets. And if they don't beat the Jets a second time, then we'll know for sure who the better team is. I'll, I'll, be, I'll good, give it to you then. Right. Listen, there's a good chance when those two teams face in a couple of weeks, the Jets will still have a better record than the Bills do. So, again, the Jets beat the Bills. This conversation becomes completely moot. I think right now you got to give the nod to the Jets. They're playing better football, plain and simple. Are they, though? I mean, hey, they, they beat them in a tight game where Josh Sean, Allen got hurt. How are they They're not playing better football? I, I, I think for the Jets, I, I think this is big because I think you yes. the Bills are winning the same record. In the Bro, AFC East, you have to get over the Bills. They also put 40 up on the Dolphins. The Jets did. So, well, again, uh, if, yeah, well, if, with a backup wasn't quarterback. That week. That doesn't was like, matter. That was doesn't the, matter. The Dolphins offense was never on the field. It's the third-string quarterback or something like that. Come doesn't on. matter. Blew yes, out the does. Packers. You know how good it the does. Packers are. It They're does matter. It, around. it does matter because if you don't have a quarterback in there Stop and your it. defense is constantly on the field, you other team is liable to put up more points. You have to have your quarterback. If two is out there and they can extend drives and they can control the time of possession, that becomes a completely different game. But the fact that Tua wasn't out there and they're down to the third string quarterback and he's three and out in every five seconds, it's an obvious the Jets are going to win and they're going to put up a lot of points. It's any game where Skylar Thompson is your quarterback does not count. Hey, I I, I, I got to say before we move on, I mean the the Dolphins, the AFC is so good. Hey, there's so many teams. We didn't talk about the Titans. You got Derrick Henry there. He's a monster. Uh, I mean. The Bills and the the Jets, I, I think that applies to the Titans and the you can say Mahomes or you can say all these teams, they don't have a quarterback. That's that's the issue with the Jets. Talking about Zach Wilson struggling, but they got a solid run game going. Uh, and you have the best running back in the league there with uh, Derrick Henry. So I, I think they deserve to be How, in here. No, Mike no. Vrabel's a solid – Mike Vrabel's he's, he's, a very good coach, and he can get get them in any game. That's why they're winning football games. Another team no one talked about that, that needs to be put in this conversation is Baltimore Ravens. The, I agree. Granted, well, I think the Titans and the Ravens, they're both uh, – uh, it's kind of inflated because of how bad their divisions are th- this year uh, th- that they're going to get in. But uh, I, I and I think it will show eventually when it comes to playoff time. But they're still winning football games in the N- uh, NFL. I-, I think it is the Chiefs. Chiefs are the king. But I, I-, I think those two teams are nipping at the, the Dolphins' uh, heels a lot more than you think. There's a both those teams will lose their first playoff game. They won't even win a playoff game. Trust me. What? I don't know. Both. I like that. I they like won't. that. Put, maybe, put Zay on the record. The, so. the put Zay maybe on the, the record. Zay says things that sound insane. He does it all the time. Fast forward two months from today. When they lose their first round game, we're all going to forget. He said he won't forget. And he'll try I to won't. remind us when he can. You know but, I will. <laughs> this guy has a tendency of saying things that in the moment were like he's out of his mind. No, I and mean, then 
months later, I promise you, he always called. He's like, dude, I was right. Hey, he's a savant. It is true, but we could just have we could have fun with him when he says the crazy things, and then we don't have have to to. remember it. You have to. Hey, two months later, that's. I don't think that's that's crazy to say. The Titans aren't even sure who their starting quarterback is going to be next year because. Yes, they From know. They know. As soon as Tannehill was healthy, they benched Willis. They know what they're doing. I think Tannehill's not of, up, though. I think that's more of a it was his position first situation, not of a he's the better uh, quarterback. Because if I'm looking at Dallas, I'm not even sure if Dak's the better quarterback no more, if I'm being honest. I, I'm, I'm so serious. Uh, I don't know. Man. Cooper Rush man. might be the better quarterback. I, I, I really hate to say it. He might be the better quarterback for them. Or, I mean, McCarthy not calling – I mean, not going no, for it again, on fourth and over. You could blame that. McCarthy, but when he was when, when he was playing, McCarthy was winning. He, he ain't worried about the calls. There was no issues then. Okay. You, you can make whatever right. excuses you – I'm just saying, bro, sometimes they come down to that. Y'all laughed at me when I told you Pollard was better than Zeke. Who's the better player? Zeke is trash. I've been saying it for years. Yeah. I mean – Sometimes okay. it happens like that yeah, with the player – isn't better, but he was there first, like Zeke. Yeah, he's not better. Zay, you you you're good. You've been saying this stuff. That's why you got the most wins in the best bets right now. Win, win percentage wise, Sean has taken over you, but uh, that, that's really because Wait. of the push in the weeks. For the record, I didn't know should be should be four and one. I didn't know last week was in England. I would have not have picked that it game. Was Germany, it was brother. It was in with Germany, Germany, Europe. Poland, whoever hit somebody with a rocket, I don't know. I'm you just gotta, saying, I don't know. Take the European well, you, into account. Yeah, how you mm-hmm. redeeming yourself then, Zay? How you redeeming yourself? You do. Well, if you look at your text messages, you used to see. Yeah, that would be Chicago plus three. It only makes sense. I don't know what people are watching. I hate to say it. Justin Fields is starting to look better every week. He's starting to look good. He's starting to get an understanding of that offense. He's starting to put up a lot of points, whether it's rushing or throwing. He's Whatever he's doing, he's starting to finally make it work. It's starting to click. And I, I don't I don't understand why it's only plus three. I don't know what the Falcons have done all year for, I guess, maybe they'd lead a weak division, I guess. I, I, I just don't understand why that's plus three. I've watched the Bears put up numbers the last few weeks. So... Give me the Bears oh, plus three. It's, it's an easy give me. It's an easy oh, give me. I, the, the Bears offense has been uh, has been uh, especially that that Dolphins game. That was crazy. Justin Fields is a beast. Uh, the like the coach is he's telling the guy to stop playing. What have you ever seen that with a coach walks yeah. up to another player like yo stop playing? Yeah, he's figuring was, it out. That was funny. That was funny. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be a good one. But uh, all right, Sean. What you got? I was between two games, and uh, the one that is actually one, or the one that Jay picked is actually one of them. Um, so I'll go ahead and pick another one. The other one I was looking at, uh, just a line that doesn't really make sense to me. Um, I hate doing this because I hate the Cowboys, but I'm going to go with Dallas uh, minus one and a half against the Vikings. I think the Vikings are the better team. Um, they're coming off a huge win against the Bills, and the Cowboys obviously that upsetting loss against the Packers. So it's just a line that doesn't make sense. But uh, I feel like it's a letdown spot. Um, I feel like Vegas knows something going on here. It seems like a fishy line. I don't feel good taking it. But I just yeah. have a feeling the Cowboys win a close one. The Vikings are undefeated at home, so it doesn't really make sense. But it just feels like one of those weird games. Huh? Cooper Rush starting? 
It's the only way you're going to win. Cooper that would, I would definitely lean more towards the Cowboys if he was because Dak is a bum. But, uh, but, yeah, I don't feel great about this one, but I just have a weird feeling. So It's minus one. It's minus one because Black Kirk Cousins is facing White Kirk Cousins. They're going to equal <laughs> each other out. <laughs> Vegas isn't even sure. That's what it comes down to. Trying to see who can out Kirk Cousins the other one. Yep. Yeah. All right. Joe. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is the easiest pick of the week, but I'm taking the Patriots and the three points against the Jets. They've beaten the Jets 21 of the last 23 times they faced. The only two losses the Patriots had happened in overtime. So, yeah, to me, this one just makes all kinds of sense. Uh, yeah, this this is an easy one. I like the Jets, but they're not going to beat the Patriots. Bill Belichick oh. just won't have that. They'll be yeah. up 21 in the first quarter. You'll be sick to your stomach. <laughs> but I, 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 listen, if, if the Jets are for real, though, I, I think you have to win this game. You have to get over that, that Belichick. No, they will. They'll be, up, they'll be up 21 in the first quarter. Remember I said they'll be up 21 points in the first quarter. I'll be all in that group chat. Okay. All I right. look forward to that. Slow that blow. There, buddy. All right. I'm sticking with my overs. I'm going to go the Friday night, I mean, Sunday night, Chiefs versus Chargers over. You're taking it over? 50, yeah. The Chargers don't have no weapons. How are they scoring 50? Unless the Chiefs are putting up 40. The the Chiefs are putting up points, and the Chargers, like, they they can – I I think they will. I think Justin Herbert will keep them in it, and also the Chiefs, I I think – Put up a lot of points as well. I, I, yeah, I like it. Fifty. Let's go. Zay, I, 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 I don't know, man. My my overs have been hitting. I, I've been hot with my overs, so I don't need any of Last that bad. Over from you. Last time I took an over from you, it screwed me. It was the only thing that didn't hit in my parlay. Well, I took everyone else's bet on here, and you're that over. Must getting been, that must have not been the past couple weeks, because that. I've been killing it, brother. It's been a rough year for the overs. It has. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, I'm I'm fighting Mother Nature right now, dude. Come on. But uh, I don't know. I, I just don't know who the who, who's scoring on the charges? That's they they lost the tight end. They don't have a receiving core. The receiving core is beat up. Excuse me. Listen, running back. I, I, I've been yeah, but the, but the 2021 version would have scored 35 listen, points. Listen, I've been uh, I've been a Justin Herbert guy. My, my faith in him is shaken. This is going to have to be the game for it. Like you, the the Chiefs defense isn't fantastic. I mean, Chris Jones is a beast, but besides that, it's nothing special. So I, I think you can go out there, you can put some points up. This is my real prove it game for Justin Herbert because if not, I'm I'm jumping off the the bandwagon. You gonna get on Daniel Jones bandwagon or does he gotta go fifteen and <laughs> no? What, I mean, what does that guy have to do? Me being critical of Daniel Jones being critical of Daniel Jones has been working, so they've been winning. So I'm gonna stay being critical. I'm not gonna be. Exactly. I'm not sugarcoating anymore for for Danny. Doesn't Dye. matter. As the Chiefs have I'm young with. Joker. They might reach over 50. They got young Joker now, so they might get over 50. Of course, he scores a touchdown in his second game there. Zay, is it fair to say what Saquon Saquon said earlier this season, if you're not on the bandwagon now, don't celebrate with us later on? 
And I'm just saying, I think each week Jace is putting himself closer and closer to he's not coming to the Super Bowl parade that we're throwing for the Giants. Look, I told you week one, I'm jumping on the Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley bandwagon. You could pull up the episode we did in week one. I told you I jumped. Oh, in I, Joe's I, I, I could promise you he's jumping said on it. And Jay yeah. said he was not riding this bandwagon. He's seen this story. I'm a, I was before. on the Saquon. Not, I'm still. This is a, I'm you, on, just called, I, you just called Derrick Henry the best there. running back in the league. Yeah. And we have the leading rusher on our team. Imagine, imagine the disrespect. He's 69 yards away from 1,000. We're eight eight games in, nine games in. What are we? Ten games. We're week ten, something like that. Yeah. He's 69 yeah. yards away nine, from 1,000. Nine games into the season, yeah. And yeah. you're talking about Derrick Henry, who's. Bro, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry's on the trading block in every league I'm in. Yeah. Every fantasy league I'm in, they're looking to give the guy away. You get him for a third rounder right now in 10 bucks in next year's draft. What are you kidding I, me? Maybe even Nick Chubb is the only person I would probably give you right now who's close to playing at Saquon level. But listen, this year, but I mean, overall, it's a, it's a, by the way, and he's I like Justin Fields. It's a terrible quarterback. No, he's getting better. He's, oh my god, he's a got great leg. He's better. He's better than your boy Mac Jones. Oh, I disagree. And 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 to me, and I disagree with you, Steve. I think Mac Jones is still the class of that draft, and I and I still think he's going to have more long term success than any of these guys. Justin Fields hasn't really shown to me. Uh, he can consistently throw the the deep ball down the field, and to me, that's something that that's something that Daniel Mac Jones has excelled at. That's something you, he's excelled at. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you're talking about the last couple weeks, bro, if you the have last you watched couple Mac weeks, Jones? have you watched Mac Jones? Bro, he, he, bro, he does I'm, not. Mac Jones does not doesn't, doesn't throw the football down the field. That's not his thing. That's not what he does. And that's not how the Patriots are, are playing and winning games either. But you're They're pounding the football. Of the person coming out of his class that he can't throw the deep ball well when the person you're telling is better can't throw the deep ball at all. Do you hear your argument? Oh, I do. My argument is simply this. Justin Fields is expected to win games for the Bears, and he's failed miserably at it. And wait, Mac wait, Jones wait, has done wait, a much better job winning games wait, for New England because wait, he's, wait, he's the game manager Matt guy. Jones, the guy who was drafted with what the, the 29th, 28th pick because that team was so much better than the team that had to trade up to get a quarterback. No, what was he? Fifteenth? No, the Patriots traded up too. I think it was like right. fifteen. Oh, yeah, he was like fifteen. But I'm saying the Patriots were original. Their original pick was way higher because they were a better football team. That he was coming on to. We always make the argument that the young guys suck because they get drafted early onto terrible teams. He yeah. got drafted early onto not so terrible team. And Justin Fields is on a terrible team and he looks better than Mac Jones. So how is that even possible? That he's the Mac best Jones. Mac Jones isn't even the best quarterback on his team. No, that may, and maybe <laughs> and maybe that's true. But when he's in the lineup and he's the starting quarterback. They win football games. They did last year. They have this year. So yeah, I think, yeah, they have. They're they're doing fine. They're five and four. Yeah, like two of those wins came with Zappy. Yeah, great. And Mac right. Jones it's is a the, turnover the, machine this year. Right. Listen, the, here's the difference. I'm I'm telling you right now, the difference between these two guys is Mac Jones is doing the job he's supposed to be doing. He's living up to what kind of quarterback he's supposed to be. 
Justin Fields, again, amazingly talented. He's being asked to do a lot of things, things that he can't do. And that's the reason why the Bears are playing, again, for the second straight year, pretty terrible football for the most part. I mean, oh, they yeah. also just traded away their two Put best up. players on defense. It just yeah. Like 35 a game. Oh, I, I, listen, I, look, the, the Bears are a disaster. And I'm saying I feel bad for Justin Fields. I do. He's putting we up great individual numbers, especially with his feet, but he's no. No, I'm so no. You, can't, you can't do this because uh, he's in the same situation uh, Daniel Jones was in a few years ago. You cannot do this to him. He's in a terrible team with terrible pieces around him. He has mediocre coaching, but he's still scoring for the team. He's still getting Matt Jones is getting benched. He literally got he, benched the other day. Yeah, and he's back as the starting quarterback, so it's all fine and well. You know, how Bill is. Well? you know how Bill is. He's a little Mac fickle Jones. at times. Oh, my God. Listen, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, put him on my list. Jones put him on my list of people in three years. He won't be in this league with Kyler Murray. Let's be honest here. Mac Jones's peak was peak Kyler Murray won't be in the league after his contract is up. I made, I'm making that clear. I'll, I'll take a guy that's got a winning record starting in the NFL over a guy who's got, what, about a, about a 30% winning percentage? Again, Star players win football games. Yeah. Look at look at Baltimore the last couple of years. Dude, they've had so many injuries on that team. And again, they pretty much plug anybody in there, and Lamar gets them the wins. Not yeah, in the postseason, but in the regular season. Because he runs well, not because he throws the ball. Not because he's ridiculously good at throwing the ball. He's got so yeah. many receiving weapons. Right. And he... Fields is a better runner. And what has that gotten the Bears? Squat. He hasn't been they able don't to run. have the better team. The Baltimore Rams have to run. What are you talking better about? Than the he Chicago has to run. What are we saying here? About coaching. Wait, and now wait, this wait, year took are you, time. Wait, so are you telling me the Bears are on the same Let's level as the Baltimore Ravens? No, no. I want to know. Roster-wise, are the Bears as good as the Baltimore oh. Ravens? Not even close. So how could you – Present day, looking at the Ravens' banged up roster, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to go position okay. by position. To the really Bears be sure. just the Bears just traded their best player to the Ravens. That's I know. Okay, That's, right. yeah. It's, you guys, okay. you guys listen. You guys like to make excuses for guys who are insanely talented who don't win football games. I don't understand you why you do that. For guys who aren't talented that don't win. I'm looking for guys who win football games. Mac Jones wins football games. He wins Mitch Trubisky wins his football games. What is his record this year? What is his Trubisky? record? Oh my god. Trubi- this okay, year he's... We need to end it. Trubisky, Trubisky got benched for Pickett. They took Pickett out and they won their next game. Who was who was the quarterback of that game? Mitch Trubisky. A guy who's got like a, a 548 winning percentage coming into the season. Again, the numbers aren't sexy, and he doesn't have great talent, but he wins football games. What league is this? The NFL. And what matters? The dubs. Listen. The dubs. You got to win games. Also, the big Mitch Trubisky asterisk is that he got to play with T.J. Watt healthy. Those, That's the old picky didn't have T.J. Watt on the field at all. Oh, that's what it was, right? I know you. I know you like Pickett. I know you like him. You like him in college. I know. And here you go. Already making excuses for the guy. Him. 
DJ Justin Herbert Jr. over here. That's him. No. I'm not a Pickett fan. It's not That's all him. the QB. I'm not a Pickett fan. I'm a TJ Watt fan. With you the, like Pickett. Don't field, lie. They can win football games. Pickett He's like Pickett since play. he did that dirty move in college where he pretended he was going to slide and everybody pulled up and then he didn't. They should have thrown him out of football for that. What a Bush wait. League move. Because he has a 4.0 IQ? Bush League. Bush League. Quarterback this, quarterback that. Because the guy didn't want to get hit. I'll tell you, too, it's high time that the NFL grow up. And let's stop with all these little baby rough. You can't touch a quarterback. You can't touch a quarterback who's running. You can't t- catch a quarterback. The quarterback can die for a last couple of yards, and you can't put your shoulder pads on him. What no, sport can, are we watching? You can do that if he does, not if he slides. Yes, That's the difference. You Unless forward, you, you use your helmet. Unless you he's diving helmet, at yeah. you, oh. and you're supposed to not use your helmet or hit him in the head. It's a okay. joke. It, it, it's a it, joke. You got to start manning up in the it, NFL. If, they were, if you cut. run the football, I should be able to knock your skull open. No, they're cutting oh. down on CTE. That's what they're supposed to be doing. That's yeah. what they. That and changing the fields. So Joe, it's, ruining, Joe, it's Joe, ruining the Joe NFL. Is dead to you too I've much, seen so, so many roughing the quarterback pa- plays have serious consequences on the ends of football games of late. Ask the Eagles. Uh, that's that was maybe the third different one I saw last weekend. I saw a whole bunch of those. Good. That was a good one. That was literally ten, like I'll five give, minutes after the ball. We're not going to argue that. Ref. Oh, I'll, right. I'll, I'll give you that one. But again, a quarterback's giving himself up, and you're supposed to what? You're two hundred fifty pounds running full steam at him. You're supposed to do what? Jump over him? No, you're supposed to pull up fast and stop on the artificial. I thought floor. he pulled up as best he could. He didn't lead with his helmet, and he and he certainly didn't uh, look like he was trying to hurt the guy. It was a terrible flag, and oh, I've yeah. seen way too many of those. I think they're – I mean, listen, I understand you want to protect guys. I get that. You can't even touch Tom Brady at all in this league without getting a flag. He's it's old. a joke. It's a joke at this point, and it's, it, they, they, they really there, – there's got to be a happy medium between protecting these guys like they're glass – well, and letting Joe, the NFL if, players play. Joe, if a quarterback football. is so important in winning football games, you got to protect them, right? Look, Joe, you're not Daniel wrong, Jones though, never you? gets the calls. No, Daniel Jones right. never he, gets he the never, calls. He never Ever. Does. He could have got one this week. So, too, again, again it, it's it's the, the quarterbacks that people think are insanely talented, like Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, uh, uh, Tom Brady. They get all the calls. And it affects football games, and yet still all those teams have losing records. Yeah, figure that out. Does not get all the calls. You're dragging all of them. Listen, Nonsense. I will, look, I will say the biggest takeaway from this year is it's not all about the quarterbacks. Look at the teams. That the Giants are winning because of Saquon. You obviously got – I mentioned earlier the Titans are up there because Wait, of – Wait, because Henry. of Saquon. Listen, I'm still talking. Dolphins, you got Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Uh, and it, I think AJ Brown with the the Eagles. Zay was like, "Oh, let's let's make a quick one. Let's go." And now he's like, "Oh, what about this? What about that?" You're the one who said I, you had some place to be. Jay, I, I don't know what happened. Can I talk Jay, now? The first three I didn't years know you still talking. Show. I can talk now. I didn't. I didn't know. I can I talk? I didn't know because permission, sure. permission granted. Permission granted. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> 
I was coming here to agree with you guys. I was like, you guys are all right. Other than Joe talking about Mac Jones being good, everything else is right. But, but dang, Jace, That's but no, you can't, wild, just, you can't, you just can't put the Giants' success on Saquon right now. Saquon is a very big part of the Giants' success, but there's coaching, there's the quarterback, there's the offensive line play that's well, been who's stellar. The, best that nobody, on the, team? the offensive line play has been stellar Andrew every Thomas. year. We talk, every year we talk about how bad that offensive line is and how many sacks they've given up. They don't do it like that anymore. It's not hey, an issue anymore. We're missing Evan Neal, who's probably our second best offensive lineman. It, it, it's Andrew Thomas. He's the highest rated player on the team. You could think it's Saquon. Facts. It's Andrew Thomas. He's the highest rated player. He's probably the best tackle in football. Thank That's you. Lord, I, love number two. I love it. I love it. it. It's the truth. It really is the truth. The Giants team comes down to everybody playing well. It's not just one guy. Because again, if Saquon missed the week, God forbid he had like a high ankle sprain, the Giants could probably oh, still don't say that. I don't said God. But the Giants could probably still find a way to get it done. They they'll find a way to get it done. They have other guys that can run the ball behind Saquon. They, they have guys that, like I said, tight ends we never heard of catching the ball. Bellinger isn't even back. And Lance Kate Lawrence Cager comes in. They, this is more than just Saquon, bro. This is a full team effort. Don't don't yeah. just disrespect. Him. But, but I listen. Saquon is leading the way, though. He's leading the way. He's been the number the two pick overall. Over. You should lead the way. This yes. is this isn't even a question. That's what I'm saying. Who's the best player? I think it's still Saquon. No, no, I mean, no, no, no. He's I, the I highest love Andrew player. Thomas. He's not the best I love player. Andrew Thomas. He, he's having a career. He's having a great year. He's the best old lineman in the league. He is. He's a monster. But I think at the hardest position at the on offensive line, probably that you could play. True, probably in football. But, but also, I, look at all the clutch touchdowns, all the touchdowns at the end of the game to get the Giants to lead. Who are they giving it to? It's Saquon, Chris Myron. The... No, they've given it to Saquon. I'm, I'm joking. All right, it's always Saquon at the end of the game. You know what? I, I you know what? I don't get. get... <laughs> What you, the what? first, the first three years we do this show, Jace is a delusional Giants fan who picks them every week when they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. The one year they're good, we're seven and two. Jace just starts <laughs> hating on the Giants. Listen, I had to change up the whatsoever. vibes. The Giants weren't doing good. I had to change up the vibes, and this is working. Stay this on that side working. of town. Stay on I'm that sure, side of town, man. I, I like it as over long here. as as long as it's working for the Giants, it's working for me. So yeah, I I, I said this. The first uh, one of the first shows back. I'm turning heel, baby. Let's go. But uh, all right, I, I, I what, whatever works for little, you. I, I think we've got a little off the rails here to close it out. So I, I think we gotta call it here. Make sure you uh, go to clovercrestmedia.com. Check out more information about this podcast and also download it and find it on all the other podcast platforms. Uh, clovercrestmedia.com. Check it out there. And uh, big shout out to our sponsors for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, for myself, Big Jace, Joe Guire, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay. That's going to do it for John about the G Men. See you next week to talk more Giants football. Peace out, everyone. Take the handoff to Brita. Jones, swing pass, catch made. Cager's got the angle. Touchdown, Giants. Forced to throw, coming back for it, breaking a tackle. Slayton, catch and run, down the sideline. Slayton, twirling, touchdown. Give it.
Barkley slams it in there for the touchdown. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.